The e-commerce summer slump is when sales start to dip during the summer months. Uh, most brands experience this. In fact, it's the reason why Amazon created Prime Day. Uh, David and I discussed ways that brands can utilize this time to collect data, prepare for the holiday shopping season, run promotions, and even create branded events or focus on things that they can't do throughout the year. Uh, so there's a lot of really good takeaways from this, especially brands who are experiencing a dip in sales during the summer months. Uh, so take a listen. Uh, really enjoyed this episode. This episode is sponsored by Gorgeous. Gorgeous is the number one e-commerce help desk that lets you manage and respond to messages from your site, social, email, and SMS all in one platform. They have built-in automations to handle common queries like order tracking and save your team time and money. Get a free month by clicking the link in the description and elevate your customer experience today. You're listening to the Agency X Podcast. I'm your host, John Sertikowski, founder and CEO at Avix, a New York City-based e-commerce agency for high-growth D2C brands. As always, I'm joined by our e-commerce strategist, David Anzalone. Our goal is to provide some insight into e-commerce, technology, design, and everything in between. Let us know what you think of today's episode and make sure to visit our website, avexdesigns.com. Today we're talking about summer slump, e-commerce sales might dip a little bit during the summer months and how brands need to be a bit more intentional with either sales, how they're doing things, but we're going to talk a little bit how they can best utilize this time for testing and things like that and preparing for uh, the holidays, which which are coming sooner than rather than later. Uh, so uh, David, any anywhere that you wanted to kind of start with this um, to kind of set this up? Sure. Um, and, you know, a lot of brands uh, go through this, even something where uh, when checking through the data that, uh, you know, we have access to from our clients, because I've seen it around on like LinkedIn and a few other platforms that they were talking about, you know, the, the e-commerce summer slump. And so I wanted to validate that a little bit myself. And so taking a look at a lot of the like Shopify backends mm -hmm. of, of our clients, it, it really was the case where, you know, outside of uh, like seasonal products, right? Like if you sell, uh, if you sell like water, water noodles or like pool toys, obviously the summer is when you're going to do the best. Um, so these, so if you're like a, a brand that sells beach towels or pool toys or popsicles, you know, this, this episode probably isn't for you, but anyone who doesn't sell in those product verticals, um, it, it really applies. So, yeah, I think we just take this approach about some of the key things to to do or to address when you when you notice this. And I guess before we get started, one other thing for anyone curious about why this happens, it's usually been found that in uh, the summer months of June, July and August, people are spending more of their money and time on experiences with traveling and and, you know, theme parks or water parks, you know, the COVID world is a little bit different. It's probably changed a bit. Um, I will say last summer um, might have been the one exception to the the age old mm -hmm. rule but with things going back to normal. This is going to get a little bit more, um, I'd say, kind of streamlined or a little bit more back to the way things were. So the first and most obvious thing that you can do to address that if you're noticing that your sales are faltering in those months is discounting. and. Discounting is a double-edged sword, as you know, John, you and I have talked about many times with each other, with clients, with other people in this space, where discounting can be a great way to move products, to um, you know, like adopt new customers, 
but it has to be treated pretty cautiously because uh, the discount has to have a purpose, right? Like if you're just doing a discount for no reason and you know, you're tying it to some vague um, event, right? Like if it's summer, you know, it's like, oh, like summer sale, that can work to a point, but it can be seen vague if it's not very compatible with your, your brand. So the ways to address that, and then John, I'd like to you know, hear what you have to say on that is if there are like events in the summer, right? If there are like holidays, um, try to find ones that maybe aren't huge, but might fit your niche a bit. Um, you know, uh, there's, there's always like some random national holiday. I wish I had the foresight to look these up beforehand, but you know how they have these random holidays, like national slinky day, national t-shirt day, um, some, some random crazy holiday tying it to one of those during summer months can be pretty, a pretty good tongue in cheek way of making some relevancy to, to your branding. Um, you know, let's say, for example, you sell, uh, you know, let's say, you know, people going on a picnic, right? And, you know, picnics are a very summer thing, but you don't sell uh, picnic items per se. You might, let's say you sell like a blanket, which has some relevance, but not comparable to it. If there's like a national picnic day through the summer months, that would be a good opportunity to leverage that. And that's a very fictional example. I don't know if there's a national picnic day or anything. But I mean, it sounds there, great. I would love, I would love for, to, to attend national picnic day. Um, but yeah, you're right. It, it, it's going to depend on the brand. And, and I always kind of revert back to that because it, it, it really matters regardless if you're running sales during the summer months or Black Friday, Cyber Monday or earlier on in the year really depends on what your vertical is and your brand. Some brands don't do any sales whatsoever. Uh, but I do think it's important to be very intentional, like you said, whether it's um, finding a particular holiday or like a national whatever day or, um, you know, the, the, timing it right. If it's the beginning of the summer and you're selling swimwear, uh, that might be a great time to be able to uh, run some kind of promotions because competition is really high. You have a lot of people that might be buying things uh, prior to the summer, because maybe they have vacations planned, maybe they're traveling. You know, as you said, the, in the COVID world, things are a lot different, but things are starting to open up a lot more now. Uh, travel is starting to expand. Cities are opening up, um, and you know, I, I think you know, as we get past this, things are going to change. You know, we're, we're going to kind of get back to people traveling a lot more, and I'm sure the summer slump is going to be um, something that 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 kicks back in, unfortunately, for some for, for some brands. But you know, being a lot more intentional with the sales that you're running. Of course, you need to kind of. Uh, again, depending on the brand that you are, look at some of the, the really important sales days where customers expect certain sales like Labor Day, Memorial Day. Um, they're, they're, those are kind of like known sales days. Um, but you, you need to kind of be uh, more intentional with the timing of them, what you're releasing. Um, and, you know, again, it's your vertical. If you're looking to just really push product, of course, sales really work. But if you want to be more intentional with your brand and what you're putting out there, it maybe it's a matter of, of kind of curating different collections. You know, how can you be, um, uh, be mindful of what the customer wants during those months? Um, and, you know, some brands aren't seeing that much of a summer slump. Like you said, we looked at our analytics, we looked at our brands, and that is happening. Um, people are traveling more, people are uh, planning vacations, investing more in experiences um and it, it really depends on 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 uh on what they do for a living where they're traveling 
what they're doing. I do think that that's kind of like, I remember when I was snowboarding, there would always be, um, I still snowboard. I just didn't go last year as much, but, uh, during the summer, that's when you hit up Burton and you hit up Decline and all of these snowboard stores, because that's when they're running their sales. They're not focused on, they're, they're getting rid of last season's, uh, gear. So whether it's snowboards or, or ski gear or things like that for the winter months, I jump on those sales because you'd get things 50% off and you know, those are great brands, you know, the, the stuff is expensive to begin with. So jumping on some of those deals, um, things that you might buy in the winter, getting them in the summer from last season, uh, customers are going to want to do that. So I, I know there's definitely brands looking to get rid of inventory, which doesn't necessarily hurt the branding too, because like they know it's last season. So you're getting it at a discounted rate, uh, rather than waiting for that, the newness to come out, um, prior to black Friday, cyber Monday. Um, but yeah, that, 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 that's really smart to kind of be, to just kind of plan it and think of it as like a mini holiday season where you're being a lot more intentional with it rather than just saying, Hey, we're just going to run promotions or, um, or we're just going to wing it. Uh, I think having some sort of plan and planning every quarter is what any business should be doing. Uh, so it's, it's really important to, to focus on that as much as you, uh, as much as you can. Sure. And just even if you wanted to be specific with who you were targeting this for, um, let's say you wanted to have, you know, um, you know, like only like certain loyal customers um, get access to some of these like discount or warehousing sales. That's great leverage for email marketing to paying them with especially using Clavio, which you and I have talked about many times about what you can do with segmentation there. But again, just being more thoughtful, try leveraging your email list, even if it's not for a discount or promotion. Email is still a powerful tool, regardless of its July versus, um, you know, March. Yeah, of so. course. Of course. And even leveraging that more and more because, you know, you want to focus on those loyal customers, focus on retention, which all year round you should be doing. But uh, especially during those summer months where you may want to see that if you're going to see that dip in revenue, you may want to you may not want to, you know, increase your ad spend and start to spend more money. So maybe focusing on retention. Um, and shifting off to trying different things, right? Your traffic is a bit lower. You don't want to risk things too much. So, and maybe that leads into the, the, the next topic of how, how can you use that as an opportunity? If you're, you know, maybe your sales are a bit low. Okay. That kind of sucks, but it was expected. You're seeing that every year, but you know, how can, how can this be an opportunity, um, and I'm curious about any things that you could do on the CRO side, the testing side, data analytics side to be able to, um, you know, use this time to be able to capture that data. Sure. So, you know, with the lower sales, it also usually comes with a lower amount of traffic. And that's really a great opportunity to uh, do testing on your site because you know, some brands, they don't want to change things up too much during really busy seasons because, and, and rightfully so, they don't want to disrupt their customers' buying journey when people are the most likely to, you know, buy um, overall. I mean, that's just a general, I would say, uh, a common sense heuristic where if you know people are going to do something the most, that's when you don't really want to um you know, change things up too, too heavily. So, but with the summertime, perfect opportunity to do that. Regardless of what it is, it could be implementing a new feature that you've always wanted to have, but just never really could because of the major changes that would have to come to your site. Um, probably my favorite example for both testing and implementing because of the different possibilities is the 
product page, you know, details buy box section. You can have, honestly, there's um, there's so many different ways that you can design and implement a section with you know the product's title, some details, uh, the product options and the interface with that, as well as the add to cart button. And there's so many things that you can do to optimize it or to test it or to tweak it, everything from you know product options. Is it horizontal um, buttons? Is it vertical? Uh, you know, add to cart button color. Do you have detail bullets? Do you put those below? Do those push mm -hmm. things too far down? These are a lot of things that you can optimize and test and tweak. And, you know, when it's in the holiday season, like November, December, you absolutely don't want to use that time to do testing. So you can use the summer months to collect data to see what works, what doesn't work. So that by the time, you know, mid-September rolls around, you're already, um, you've already got a lot of that great information, um, very practical information, not just planning. Mm -hmm. The other thing we want to talk about too, which is planning for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, which is huge. And I think something that, I think if you've been in this space long enough, you learn that September, October is not the time to start planning for those holidays. It usually happens in the summer because there's a lot of things related to logistics, uh, to customer service, because you have to think about however your departments are operating, right? From every different touch point of your brand, uh, it's going to be explosive at that time. So you've got to prepare for it. But in addition to the planning, having the ability to actually have actionable insights and results in a way is that um, not only optimizes your site, but helps you gain additional revenue along the way. Um, anything that gets you both data and more revenue is a win in my book. Yeah. I think those two, honestly, though, go hand in hand. Cause it's one thing to plan. Like it's, uh, and I think that, you know, we can shift into that too, because planning is really important. But when your plan is based off of objective data that you've tested and established, and you're not thinking, oh, okay, like, let's try this and see if that works. Try to execute some of those tactics early and see if anything bites so that that might foretell what you know, will work or what you should be doing when that big holiday rolls out. Yeah, around. for sure. And, 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 you know, we're big fans of data and testing and something that we're, we're focusing even more on moving forward. Um, you know, I think this kind of relates to what you mentioned about email marketing too, and testing and segments there, like during, during this time, you know, some, some slightly downtime, you could utilize it to how do you really fine tune and segment your lists, you know, work on your product recommendations. Uh, I just learned today, which I thought was awesome, um, uh, speaking with Dynamic Yield, how you could integrate with Klaviyo and um, use them for product recommendations and work right within Dynamic Yield to do different A-B tests and make different product recs that are really tied into your store. You, know, you don't need a bigger spend and, and, and you don't need to use Dynamic Yield for that. You could do product recs and things like that with Klaviyo. But if you wanted to take a step further... Uh, if you are making more, um, you know, robust product recommendation segmentation, you could really use this time to kind of uh, segment those lists and get a lot more intentional with that so that when Black Friday, Cyber Monday rolls around, you're well prepared. Like not only, like you said, not only are you prepared and you have a plan in place, but you have the data to support it and help you make those decisions. 
And perhaps for a smaller store doing a few million in revenue, you know, that might not have the biggest impact. But when you start to, you know, when you're working with brands or if you're a brand that's doing 30, 40, 50 million plus, those little incremental things really do add up. And it can mean hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars in sales um, because you've implemented some of these things. Uh, So the more decisions you can make with data and the more opportunities that you have to collect that data and make more more objective decisions, uh, the better and well prepared you're going to be. And each year you're going to learn more and more. You know, everyone knows like all the brands that we worked with during Black Friday, Cyber Monday, it's like it's almost like they're a different brand the following year. They've learned so much. Um, and I think the same thing goes for brands that are starting to focus more on, you know, the summertime. How can they optimize that time of year to collect as much data as possible and use it as an opportunity rather than seeing it as something that is, you know, a dip, you know, rather than seeing it as a loss, using it as something that, that you can make the best out of. Yeah, absolutely. Because you're, you're not going to, you know, your chart, your chart's not always going to go up every single month of the year. It'd be incredible if it did. It's very nice. And sure, there are brands that experience that. I mean, with, with COVID especially, we've probably seen more upward charts than, um, we've ever been really used to, but nothing ever really lasts forever. Every major growth, especially ones that are rapid and exponential, they eventually level off or they decline temporarily. And it's, it's not like a bad thing. Cause you also have to look for previous years, right? Like if you're noticing your sales are, are dropping, um, in the summer from, you know, the winter and, or the spring and you're concerned, you know, take a look at what your sales were the year before. Is it similar? Is it like exponentially different? Because I've seen brands where uh, year to date, they may not be hitting their exact KPIs, but they made 500% more revenue in like those four months than they have the four months the previous year. Um, You know, this isn't factoring in for anything like marketing spend or or notoriety, which are these outside, you know, variables, which of course will have an impact on your site sales and conversion rate. And to even talk on that note about paid media, you know, I'd also have to think, you know, for the summer, again, if you're noticing smaller sales and it's a lot of it's because, you know, you have a sense that, yeah, people just aren't buying what you need as much during that time. Probably not the probably the solution isn't doubling down and like doubling or increasing your ad budget by a lot. If anything, that'll probably mess up your metrics, your customer acquisition cost. Um, you know, you don't want to pump more money into something if you know that people aren't really in the mindset to buy. You definitely want to save that budget for the Black Friday, Cyber Monday period. And in some ways, from a lot of some of the funny things that I've talked to you about with other brands, a lot of them actually look forward to the summer a little bit because they know how bad uh, you know Black Friday, Summer Monday gets. Yeah. But they enjoy the break temporarily. Yeah. I'm sure in hitting, no one wants lower sales, and of course, you know, the more time someone has on their hands, that means the less busy they are, which equates to less you know money they're they're getting. But definitely use that time to to address anything about your site or your business. If you have any even taking away from the site side on the fulfillment level, if there was something that you know, a process, right, we've John, I'm sure you, you know, you and I both talked to brands a lot where something they're dealing with on the fulfillment side, not that we touch upon it, you know, too specifically, but it's usually pretty manual Mm -hmm. or something, you know, a brand at a certain level. 
they handle fulfillment or, or management, um, you know, pretty manually. And there's a lot of ways just even just leveraging Shopify um, to automate, you know, that process of where of like what information gets sent, where and if you just haven't had the time to address that and you do have free your time because of the summer, now's the time you want to do it because by the time it's, you know, October, November, you're not going to have that time anymore. And you really wish you would have spent that time on kind of improving, you know, your business across all these different touch points. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And that makes a lot of sense. And, and, you know, something also about, you know, using that time and, and kind of trying to loop it into, how it could work well for your brand. I know we, we spoke about like sales and things like that before, um, but maybe it's a, it, it, you could utilize that time to get a bit creative. And I think, especially for brands that might not have like big sales or promos to push products, you know, it's a terrible example because they, they, all they do is push product, but Amazon created like prime day, right? Like that's like their <laughs> branded thing. Right. Um, What's to say like a more higher end brand can't create something that's a bit more tailored towards loyal customers to create a certain day in the summer that's repeatable every year that your loyal customer is looking forward to. Maybe it's a VIP program. Maybe it's, you know, VIP access only for loyal customers and they have access to this summer sale or summer early access thing that, you know, happens once a year or something that you could promote at the early summer and then it launches maybe June or July or something like that. But it doesn't necessarily need to be a sale. It could just be some sort of summer event, right? It could be a drop of a new collection. It could be some kind of collaboration. Uh, it could be, you know, looping in influencers or celebrities or something like that to have some sort of type of event that you do every summer. And prior to COVID, you could have done like an in-person event and hopefully we'll be, we'll be getting back to that in the next year or so. But um, maybe there's some sort of special event that you do like a live event or a streaming event or something. So you could kind of get creative during that time where you do have more of the resources to be able to launch something like that. And it doesn't necessarily mean it has to be a promotion or it has to be, has to be a sale or something like that. You could use that time, like you mentioned, there could be uh, more availability we're starting to plan for that. And all of these things combined when you start to, you know, drive some more traffic or you're attempting to, or like focusing on loyal customers or, um, you know, you're getting a bit creative again, using that data, collecting it, and then being able to repurpose that down the line, especially during black Friday, Cyber Monday. So, um, mm -hmm. definitely things to do. You don't have to sit around and just take the hit <laughs> is what we're trying to say. Yeah, no, um, yeah, I'm glad you actually brought up events because I'm going to bring up a, and by the way, I, I think the Amazon, uh, prime day example is actually an amazing one because they invented that, that event yeah. for the, for the reason we're talking about. So oh, is, is they almost, invented that specifically yeah. for summer knowing sales. that the summer plus plus products are bought yeah um back with at you know where i used to work when we dealt with a lot of clients on amazon their amazon sales in the summer were comparably lower to the rest of the mm -hmm. year it's, it's a pretty universal thing again unless you're selling pool toys or ice cream or like you know be beach towels um you know those 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 brands don't have to worry about that they do have to worry about that the other time of yeah. year and that's why you probably don't see that's why you generally don't see a lot of summer specific uh, brands. I mean, even, uh, you know, like brands like Chubby's, which sell these like shorts, they sell other things now because they, they can't rely purely no, on shorts. It can't be so seasonal like that. No, no, for like growth, because sure, it, for certain places in the world, like Florida, uh, Florida, California, anybody can wear shorts any to any time of year. But if you really want to grow, you know, you got to yeah. expand and that's getting into product extensions, which is a whole 
other thing, but no, great example with the um, with Amazon Prime Day. Yeah, and, and and it doesn't have to be like Amazon Prime where you're just right, discounting right, products. Like I said, it could be an event. It could be something. Mm-hmm. It could be only for VIP. It could be a loyalty program, you know, and or even if it's just focusing on things that you want to roll out. And now you have the time to be able to focus on them, you know, optimizing, sure. you know, like you mentioned, three PLs of fulfillment, it could be optimizing things. It could be migrating an ERP system. It could be integrating an inventory management system. It could be, you know, taking your, your website headless, whatever it is. Like, I think that's a good time of year to be able to focus on that mainly because once September, October, November hits, you know, you should be doing that code free so that you're um, focusing on, on the holiday season, which I think this year is going to be, you know, even bigger than ever, yeah. <laughs> you know, because it's a mix of, you know, still some things might be closed. People are still more and more people are ordering online, but things are opening it up too. So people are getting back to work. People are buying more things. I think this black, I know that's a different topic and I'm sure we'll do a podcast on that, but yeah. I'm sure this black Friday, cyber Monday is going to smash some records, which I'm, I can't wait to see the, actually I can wait because I really want to get into the summer. I usually don't look forward to it, but this year I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, just to kind of summarize everything we're saying and what the takeaways are here, it's, um, you know, to make the best out of the summer sales slump, um, you may want to consider discounting, but be careful about when you're doing it, why you're doing it, who you're targeting it to. But don't miss a lot of those big traditionally known seasonal events like Memorial Day, Labor Day, Uh, Fourth of July, you can probably skip. It's almost you're a mattress brand or you're selling cars. uh, use it as an opportunity to test um, like any new features or um, like improvements you want to make on the site. Uh, this is a really great time to really collect a lot of this valuable data so that when you're planning within the same time period, when you're planning for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, you already have your plan in place by September and you've had this um, like these actionable uh, results and data points and tests that uh, kind of beef up a lot of the plans that you have. That way it's not, you know, let's try it out, see if it works. You will have already sprinkled some of those tactics and already tested it a bit earlier. And then lastly, um, even outside of, you know, discounting, uh, consider leveraging your loyal customers either through email or by doing branded uh, events. Um, You know, a brand I've mentioned here once before, I'll mention again, the Yeti. They always partner with a organization called Games Done Quick, which is a video game speed running uh, charity platform that always does this huge event in the summer. And they partner with Games Done Quick to produce a ton of summer related t-shirts and merchandise in that period of time. And it's not a sale, it's just, again, back to the, you know, if you list, watched or listened to our episode on product drops, you'll know that what they're leveraging is seasonal summer product drops that do have a charitable cause tied to it but it's a great way i mean i i'll put it this way i've bought a summer i've bought a games done quick uh yeti t-shirt for the past five years because every year they update you know the year for and i want to just buy every single <laughs> brand loyalist so, man so you're you're, yeah. you're 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 a vip customer now that's great yeah. um yeah let's uh we're looking forward to helping a bunch of merchants this year too during this time and uh, uh we have some really great episodes coming up um, you know, we were releasing one about product drops that we just recorded last week. We also have some guests on the next couple episodes. 
Um, we are recording and having on the podcast uh, Matt Hayes, who is the co-founder of The Fascination and also founding member at Lisa Betting. Really excited to speak with him about D2C, about Lisa, about the growth of e-commerce and what he sees happening in the future, especially in the D2C world. Uh, and also Luis from um, Okendo, our partner manager, on there to talk about reviews and UGC. Um, really excited about their product and what they have coming out. Um, so we're really looking forward to those two conversations and we have some other guests booked as well and some new, new content coming out. So really looking forward to uh, sharing that with you all. So uh, thanks for joining us today and we'll see you again next week or whenever you listen to it. Depends on when you listen. Maybe it's tomorrow. Maybe it's five minutes from now. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs>